Hi, this is David Stearman, and you're listening to my Up Podcast. And today I want to talk about woulda, coulda, shoulda. Ever make a mistake? I mean, a big one? Well, I sure have, and many times. For instance, years ago, when I was just starting out as a budding contemporary Christian music singer, someone asked me to do a little concert for their home prayer group. It turned out to be a pretty good-sized meeting for a home group. They even had a worship band, led by a guy who played a nice, pricey-looking Martin acoustic guitar. When they finished with praise and worship, which, by the way, was wonderful in that Jesus movement sort of way, where people made extra time for singing in the Spirit and speaking out prophecies and messages in tongues with their interpretations. Wow, I wish churches still did that today. They turned the service over to me. So I got up on a stool and pulled out my much humbler guitar and started picking and singing. The songs I'd chosen that day involved some fairly complicated finger work, a style I was cultivating at the time, and I was on that night, playing my very best. The Holy Ghost was there, too. Thank God, because where would I be without him? Just a lost guy, playing poorly with no anointing and helping nobody. But we're not without him, are we? As the lyrics to that Newsboys song, When the Boys Light Up, put it, We ain't nothing but the conduits. He'll send the power. He'll flip the switch. And he does, too. As all of you who speak or sing in his name know, you step onto that stage as a feeble human, but when the Holy Ghost flips on that inner light, you're turned into another man. Anyway, I sang and shared that night, and Jesus ministered to his peeps. Then, as I was sliding off the stool to sit back down on the floor with the others, that praise leader with the beautiful guitar lifted it up and said, Anybody that picks like you needs a better guitar. And he handed it to me. Well, I couldn't take credit for the performance, but I could take the guitar, so I did, and carried it home that night, praising the Lord. Later, I told Diane, It's a Martin D35. I don't know much about it, but I can tell you it's a good one best I've ever owned. Then I played it for her. Man, did that thing sound sweet. You can find the manufacturing date of any Martin guitar by comparing the numbers on a particular spot inside of it against their records. And I did. Turned out it was made in 1969, which was the last year they made D35s out of an exceptionally rich-sounding and resonant Brazilian rosewood. After that, harvesting these endangered trees became internationally illegal. So this guitar was exceptional. I played that particular guitar on the Together Forever album and used it for studio work on a lot of other people's albums. And then I made the big mistake. I sold it for 500 bucks. And I say it was a big mistake because a few years later I was sitting next to a guy on a plane where he was reading what looked like a newspaper full of ads for musical instruments. When I asked him what he was reading, he said, I'm a guitar collector. It's one of our trade magazines. I said, I used to have a pretty special guitar, a 69 Brazilian Rosewood D35, but I sold it. His eyebrows went up. What did you get for it? 500 bucks, I replied. He sucked in a breath. Want to know what they're worth now? Sure. He turned a few pages and showed me two ads. 
One was selling this same type and year D35 for $34,500 and the other for $35,000. I was speechless. At that time, you could pay 50% down on a pretty nice house for that. I had messed up really, really badly. So now to my point. If I'd known then what I know now, I would have kept that beautiful instrument. I could have kept it. I really should have kept it. Woulda, coulda, shoulda. But I didn't. But regretting what I did then wouldn't change a thing. So instead, I chose to take the Apostle Paul's advice in Philippians 3, 13 and 14. One thing I do, Paul said, forgetting what's behind and reaching for what's ahead, I press toward the goal for the prize of the upward call of God in Christ Jesus. And I think what Paul was talking about there was essentially the same thing C.S. Lewis expressed in a letter to a friend. There are far, far better things ahead than any we leave behind. Thing is, I sold that guitar about the time I started preaching and teaching. And honestly, I didn't really miss it at the time because I was focused on ministering the word more and more until instead of music, preaching became the center of my ministry. For me, taking the word of God to a lost world represented the upward call of God. And it is teaching and preaching rather than music that's taken me from the jungles of South America to Asian islands, through the Caribbean, into Mexico, over Europe, and to so many other places. By the way, yes, I still sing these days, and I have a nice Martin, too. But teaching and preaching is still my main thing. An often misinterpreted verse from Romans 8 says, All things work together for good to those who love God, to those who are called according to his purpose. That's Romans 8, 28. Y'all know it. And it's misinterpreted when we assume that God is the cause of the things that go wrong in our lives. He isn't. God never sends or allows, quote-unquote, bad things in our lives. Those kinds of things are caused by Satan, by other people, or even by us alone, since God isn't the source of evil ever. But what God is saying in this verse is that even when bad things do befall us, he can turn them around for our good. And that's what God did with my guitar mistake. I goofed up, but he made things great anyway. Bottom line, I have a nice house. I have a nice guitar. And I get to preach all over the world. So what difference did selling that guitar ultimately make? None. And that's why I continue to hold on to Paul's advice. I forget the mistakes of my past because better things are ahead anyway. And I'm talking about in this life, not just in the next. I plan on living a long time, as the Bible promises, so that part's important to me. As it says in Proverbs 4.18, the path of the righteous is like the light of dawn that grows brighter and brighter to the full day. Well, the full day's when we're all in glory. But that brighter and brighter part is in this life. So for us, Things will always improve, despite our mistakes, until we ultimately reach that full day. Now, isn't that reassuring? I just love it. If I'll stand in faith on God's promises, things will get increasingly better and better for me, and I can't mess it up. So if you feel like you've made a big mistake, 
and you wish you could take it back. Instead, do what Paul says. Forget what's behind and reach for all the good things that are coming instead. And as you stand in faith, despite your mistakes, life will get brighter and brighter for you, day by day, in every way. Hey friends, as you've heard me say many times, our ministry is a missionary ministry. We teach, train, and evangelize in lots of different countries. But the thing about going to these places is that you don't get paid for doing it. That's why we need partners, folks who join hands with us to enable the spread of the gospel. On the donate page of davidschairman.com, there's a link that says donate here. If you tap on that, you'll have a choice to sow one time or monthly. If you feel led, choose monthly to become part of our regular partner family, helping us take God's word to a needy world. Thanks for listening, and God bless you.